You're listening to the Two Guys Talking Podcast Network. When you wish upon a star, you know, it makes no difference who you are. Unless you're the podcaster that decides to use three seconds of a Disney clip inside your podcast. Then the sky is falling full of (laughs) stars colored from Disney and other folks that all have the suits of lawyers. That's the centerpiece and focus for this episode of the Podcast Gauntlet. Greetings, everybody. I'm Mike Wilkerson, one of your hosts. And I'm Brian Edswinger, the other one of your hosts. This is easily one of the centerpiece arguments of everything inside of podcastum. It doesn't matter when you start. It doesn't matter what your program is. Because of the way things are now presented and utilized and referred to and tossed into postings, everyone wants to know, you know, isn't it okay if I just throw in like, you know, the smile of Pinocchio inside of my podcast or my (laughs) video cast? Well, the answer is no, it's not. It is not okay because you don't own it. And thank you for listening to this episode of the Podcast Gauntlet. <laughs> yeah, so I think, I, I think there might be a little bit more nuance than that. But I, I take essentially the same position that Mike has shared. Now, I should mention, neither of us are lawyers. If you want real legal advice, you should go talk to one of those people that actually can defend you in court, because we can't. But for my personal, like what I do and my involvement in podcasting, I take the same approach as Mike has just shared. Don't do it is just not worth the risk. Now, there's some legal stuff that we might get into later where people talk about things like fair use and some stuff like that. So I'm not going to say definitively, you cannot do it. What I'm going to say is, if you're going to use anybody's copyrighted material, but especially a multi-billion dollar company who has to vigorously defend all of their trademarks, maybe don't do that. Because it could end up being disastrous in ways you may not have considered. A little bit of origin for this posting, too. This one comes from yet another piece of wonderful live wire start the discussion inside of one of the many forums that you can find all kinds of interesting podcasting topics filtering about. And again, the person just asked, as many people do, about a variety of things like rock songs or any other copyrighted material that's inside of the general entertainment verse. And the answer in general, especially the one that I try to take across almost every single one of the things I I make and produce is that if you don't own it, then you should likely not be using it because there's far too many other things that you could be using that are akin to it. Let me give you a a sample. I had a client where we helped produce a podcast. He was a taxi driver and his favorite band on earth was ACDC. And of course, you know, who doesn't love Thunderstruck and you know, you shook me all night long and for those about to rock. Well, everyone loves to rock, and for those about to rock, you need to make sure that you never use copyrighted material in showcasing it. And so the next best thing was to go and find appropriate music that sounds like ACDC, and they're out there. And in fact, in many of the catalogs, they're actually conjoined slash referred to or tagged so that you can search for a type of music alluding to one of your favorite bands that will then have a reciprocal not that band, but have the same flavor and essence that that band has. I I totally recommend that because you're going to get much of the same function, especially for something as reasonably short and 
uh, depending on the perspective, valuable as an intro and outro for a podcast. Yeah. Uh, what you should not be doing is just real low in the volume, utilizing the sweet sounds of those emanating from the Australian band ACDC. <laughs> so I'd like to throw out to you one of the arguments that I've seen online. When, when somebody says, hey, can I use insert name of copyrighted thing here, ACDC, whatever, it doesn't really matter. Almost invariably, you'll get a comment in there, well, so-and-so does it. Like, why can't I if they don't do it? So what would you share in that instance? Mike, not a lawyer. I, right. <laughs> I, I know far too many people who have been bitten by the, whoops, what happened? I just spent a whole lot of money on a lawyer because they did do it. Yeah. And that's the answer. The answer is that you've not likely not yet been caught. The internet continues to become a larger growing universe, but I got to tell you, the concepts of the bots working the sniff are huge. For those yeah. that doubt the power of a bot sniffing, I would encourage you to go publish one YouTube video that has anything that might be copyrighted by any most recent modern day company. And if you don't have any issues, there's about 50 videos I'd like for you to publish for me. Yeah. Because it, it just, it won't happen. Whether it's a, a, an immediate pause in what you're going to be publishing, mm -hmm. which is exactly what happens, or an eventual where your video just doesn't appear inside your feed anymore, and then there's an email waiting for you. YouTube is only one of the cones that does things like that. There are actually, and this is, uh, this is uh, I'm going to go ahead and push them because I've been using them for so long, what is now known as story blocks. Mm -hmm. used to only be audio blocks and they have a sweet deal on their, their newest price chop <laughs> and how they deliver services is really, really impressive. It's the stills, the videos, and then audio meaning music and sound effects for a low price, which we'll put in the show notes down here inside of either the video presentation or the show notes for the podcast episode. Anyway, uh, story blocks, story blocks actually has now a service that will actually go and represent you should you be struck inside of the cone of issuing mm -hmm. the information based on utilizing their materials. So how cool is that? Not only are they supplying you the music, and by the way, Storyblocks is what I use to get the semi-ACDC sounding sound, but they also want to represent you, or can represent you if you choose that, that level of package, in the case of being struck with either a lawsuit or a query about what you're using or whatever else. Well, they're willing to go to bat for you so much so that it's a piece of their pricing and package plans. So yeah. there's, uh, there's all kinds of protections, but you must go and investigate them and not just dance ignorantly into the land of utilizing copyrighted material. You can't do it. I'd like to actually share a couple of examples that are personal to me. Yeah. One is actually from my church. We stream live to YouTube and every single week we get a copyright notice about something. We have the rights to use the materials that we're using or we wouldn't be using it, right? I mean, that's right. kind of like right. part of being a church. You want to do things that are legal. It's there. And every week, it's the, just the bots don't care. The bot is just doing what the bot does. And so every single week, we're dealing with copyright stuff. Nothing that would get our account banned or nothing like that. It's just constantly dealing with that. So those are there. And then if you're thinking, hey, like, okay, but this is... YouTube. It's a big platform. Everybody's there. I've got a podcast. Nobody's going to care. Here's the deal. I have a blog that probably 15 years ago now, I used a piece of art that was listed under Creative Commons. 
I don't know, two, three years later, somebody contacted me and said, hey, we found our piece of art on your website. It's copyrighted. You owe us money. And I went and looked at it. I'm like, this is listed as Creative Commons. Well, as I dug into it, what I found out was that somebody else had taken their copyrighted material, created something based on that that included the original, labeled that as Creative Commons, and that's what I had found and used. And I was able to work with the people so there was no legal action or anything like that. But that was a big wake-up call for me going, hey, like I wasn't trying to do anything wrong. I chose something that was listed as free to use, and then I got hit. And so if you're thinking, hey, this this can't come to podcasting, eventually it's going to. I don't know where it's going to happen because it's still fairly well decentralized, but just be aware that there are people out there, companies out there, that their job is to make sure that their material doesn't get misused because if they don't defend their copyright, there's other legal stuff that legal people can explain that basically say if you don't defend it, you don't really pretend to own it. So then you can't profit from it. You can't pursue anything. So just be aware that that's out there. And then I think just to kind of go back to where I started... If, if if you want to, talk to an attorney, entertainment attorney, somebody who actually knows entertainment law. Don't talk to your title lawyer like that you bought your house from, because that's an attorney too, but talk to the right person that knows the law about this thing. Make a wise decision and be aware that if their advice is, yes, you can use it, that doesn't mean that there won't at some point be the need to defend your right to use it. And that will probably come at cost. Yeah, there's a couple of other samples I want to share. The first one is, I'm familiar with a client that you you had mentioned that the organizations themselves are issuing queries and hunting for material, and that's absolutely accurate. The other piece of that is, though, that there are also attorneys and people, organizations with attorneys mm-hmm. inside of it, and all they do is hunt for people breaking copyrights. They don't even represent the company. They just sick bots that sniff the internet for different sounds and videos and the rest of the stuff. And then when they find something that's breaking something out there, they will then step in and say, hey, man, did you know that you are breaking the law in regard to whatever it is? Again, instantly throw the fear of what might happen into you. But then when and or if you latch on, they then go tell the people that you're offending against that you are offending against what the copyright says. So now you've got a double whammy where you just happen to be found, but now you've actually been turned over to the people that are now going to have the option to prosecute you utilizing the copyrighted slash materials that don't belong to you. So that that's something else. And the, the sample I want to use there is I'm familiar with a customer where it's 2000, end of 2008, end of 2008, they received an email And the email was telling them that there was an eight-second clip that they were utilizing inside of every single intro of their program across a series of a couple of hundred episodes that was a piece of licensed music that belonged to one of their clients. Hmm, very interesting. As they dug into it, what happened was there was a convention that they went to in a foreign country where they picked up a CD off of a tabletop that was just, you know, here's some free CDs to go and grab and have fun listening to, blah. Well, they did. The problem is that eventually that CD'd music got into the time to hunt for people stealing music database. And so the bots were sicked on that, along with the millions of other songs and tracks that are included in the hunt space for that bot. Well, and they found one of my clients. And that's terrible. The only thing more terrible is that to get it all fixed and out from underneath these several hundred 
copyright violations that they'd made for just eight seconds. It was tens of thousands of dollars to do that. Just to get it taken care of. That's not even to win or have go free blameless. That's to just take, have it taken care of. So it's real. The stuff that Brian is talking about is real. The stuff that I experienced with my client is absolutely real. And it's out there. And it is hunting for your wish to include your photograph from the most recent <laughs> Toy Story film that you have so much passion for. <laughs> so no, I would encourage you to not utilize that three-second video inside of what you would like to use inside of your podcast video cast or other media on the intertubes. Don't do it. That's actually where we ask you guys, what are you going to do now? Are you going to utilize the video and roll them bones? Or are you going to be a little more conservative and be Jiminy Cricket and just wish upon a star that you'll never have a knock on your door from a lawyer? Let us know what you think by going over to our website. Again, that's podcastgauntlet.com. Fill out the quick web form and tell us what you think. You can also utilize all of the discussion comments functionality inside of the video if you're watching this via one of the many video platforms that we have this placed into. Uh, either way, we're going to love what you tell us, and it will allow Brian and I to continue discussing, throwing down, rising, and shining inside of podcasting. Until next time, I'm Mike Wilkerson, one of your hosts. And I'm Brian Ensminger, the other one of your hosts. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.